Hi folks, Nathan here again. We are going to look at a couple of things and I'm just going to give you some encouragement to participate with us in advocacy and share some uh, some materials with you that we have available here at Family Protection Ministries to help educate you and your family about how you can be involved in advocating for our freedoms, for our families, and for homeschooling. So uh, I want to start today with looking at uh, some scriptures. Welcome to the front line with FPM, where we talk about California politics, homeschool freedom, parental rights, and the family. I'm your host, Nathan Pierce, and thanks for joining us today. Let's jump right in and see what's going on here on the front line. All right, so looking first today at 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2, beginning in verse 13, it talks a little bit about government. And you've probably heard me mention these verses before, but I want to go over them quickly again to remind us of the importance and the clarity with which God tells us that we are to engage with those that are in authority. So, 1 Peter chapter 2, beginning in verse 13, Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to a king as the one in authority, or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the praise of those who do right. For such is the will of God, that by doing right you may silence the ignorance of foolish men. Act as free men, and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil, but use it as bond slaves of God. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Now, there's two things I want to point out in this passage. First is that God is telling us to honor those in authority. And he specifically spells out the purpose of authority, and we'll get to that. But he's saying um, to submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human institution. Submit, it means to put under and to acknowledge the authority that the other has over you. So in, in this case, he's t- saying that we, as Christians, believers, we should be um, submitting ourselves under the authority of God, but also in this case, he's talking about under the authority of a king or human. He's talking about human institutions. Uh, he says, uh, for whether to a king or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the praise of those who do right. So he's talking about a king or governors. So he's talking about a sort of hierarchy of governmental authorities and recognizing that while they're under the authority of God, and we'll get into that in Romans, He's talking specifically about how we should be submitting to these civil authorities, civil government authorities, and the hierarchy. So not just one civil authority, but to all of them. No matter which one is assigned to be over you, we're supposed to be submitting to those. Now, let's look at what they're actually being uh, being told to do, or what those what's the role of that civil authority? What is their job? Uh, so in, in in verse 14, he says, To governors as sent by him, that's the king, for the punishment of evildoers and the praise of those who do right. So he's saying that their purpose is to punish evildoers and praise those who do right. For, then he, in verse 15, he says, For such is the will of God that by doing right, you may silence the ignorance of foolish men. So if we do right, the idea here is that if we do right, the government officials that God has ordained will be the ones to reward us for doing what's right 
and not punish us for doing what is evil, because the job of government is to punish evil and reward righteousness. Let's flip over to Romans 13. Romans 13 goes into a little bit more detail on some of these things. So, beginning in verse 1, every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities. Very similar to 1 Peter, right? For there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. For rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. Do you want to have no fear of authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. Again, the point here is that he's saying the role of government is to punish evil and reward good. He's saying you will get praise for doing what's good. If the government is doing what they're supposed to do, that's the situation. So, we should be constantly seeking what is good. Therefore, in verse uh, 4, let's uh, continue on in verse 4. For it is a minister of God to you for good. But if you do what is evil, be afraid. For it does not bear the sword for nothing. For it is a minister of God, an avenger who brings wrath on the one who practices evil. Therefore, it is necessary to be in subjection, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For rulers are servants of God, devoting themselves to this very thing. Render to all what is due them. Tax to whom taxes due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, Honor to whom honor. Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another, for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. So, this is a good reminder to us that we should be doing right for the sake of the rest of society, but also for the sake of our own selves. We don't want to be punished for doing what is evil. We should be also doing these things to honor God, because he above all is due authority, and respect, and obedience. So, beyond God, these authorities from government are supposed to be subject to God. And they are, because no authority comes from anywhere except from God. The only authority that exists is that which has been established by God. As it says in, th in Romans 13 verse 1, there is no authority except from God. And those who exist are established by God. So, we know that every ruler is there because God established him. So, next time we're complaining about our authorities, we should remember this verse and make sure that we are not disobeying God by disrespecting that authority. Because we're supposed to also, as it says in verse 7, render to all what is due them, tax to whom tax, Custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. So, remember these things and consider that God is over each of these levels of government, no matter which level it is. Let's uh, also look at Romans 8. As we look at all these government authorities and we see how um, evil some of them seem to be, and they seem to prom be promoting ideas that are evil, we can also acknowledge that, as it says in Romans 8.31, uh, if God is for us, who is against us? Now, he's not asking you to make out a list of all of those people that are 
um, opposing God, opposing his people. It's, it's sort of a rhetorical question here in the middle of this text. He's saying, who can be against us? Who, who is against us in the sense that no one can stand against God? God is bigger than everything and everyone that ever existed and ever will. And so we can remember that no matter what we're up against, God is with us and he's bigger than all of those things. So no one can stand against God and no one can stand against us. If we're with God, we are on the winning side. So ultimately, no matter how bad things look, God's going to win. God is winning. God is winning now. Sometimes it's hard to see it, I know. But we can remember God is faithful and he is working his good work in us, through us, and all around us. So don't forget that. Finally, James chapter 1. James chapter 1 verse 5, But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given him. So if you are not sure how to engage in any of these uh, political battles that seem to be going on and seem to be maybe over our heads or seem to be bigger than anything that we can understand, we need to go to God because he is bigger than these issues. He's bigger than everything that's going on around us. And he will give us wisdom if we ask him for it. We need to ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom as to what things to engage in, how to engage in them, and he will give us that wisdom. So, I hope that that can be an encouragement to you and a help to you as you seek out how you can be a part of fighting these battles. Well, hi folks, Nathan here again. We are going to just look at a couple of the resources we have here at Family Protection Ministries. And um, while things are kind of heating up here in the legislature here in California, I don't have anything new to report to you in terms of something that's directly attacking homeschool freedom, although we do have a few things that we are going to be addressing with amendments, uh, but I think they will be dealt with uh, fairly quickly and easily, painlessly, um, as much as we can do that uh, with some work uh, behind the scenes, and hopefully they won't end up needing to get lots of people involved in them. So uh, for the time being, though, I wanted to just sort of uh, encourage you. I know sometimes it feels like uh, so many people have thrown in the towel, left California, left you holding the other end of the towel, maybe where you're uh, frantically snapping the towel in a semicircle around you at the wolves that seem to be all around us. However, uh, we know that God is bigger than all the issues that we face today. And like many Christians throughout the millennia before us, and those that are around the world living under uh, various levels of persecution, we can be grateful to God that we have a government that will listen to us and we are able to engage with them. And so I believe that it is our duty to engage with them, to give them the respect that we are called to give them and to pray for them as we are called to pray for them. And also uh, we should be working to encourage one another as we are living in this society, we should uh, consider ways that we can make the, that society the best that they can be. And uh, by doing things like engaging with our civil authorities, uh, we can be a part of that government. So 
Um, while we uh, participate in that, let us remember that God is greater. And um, if God is for us, who can be against us, as it says in Romans 8.31. So continue uh, to keep on engaging. Um, be aware of the elections that are going on and coming up. So let's, let's talk a little bit about a couple of resources uh, for your involvement. Um, as you know, probably, we just recently had our Capitol Day here in California. Um, we had a number of great speakers, and uh, we do have this every year at the beginning of the year. So keep, in tu- keep tuned for what's going to be coming up for early next year for Capitol Day, uh, and make sure that uh, you're in the know on what's going on there. Uh, we also have an event coming up in uh, in San Diego in August of this year, 24, August 24th, 2024, is going to be our uh, Homeschool Freedom Day, where we will be discussing things that you can do to engage with the government and be a part of that, to influence government, to be sort of a, a Daniel in the ear of the king as the king is making decisions. And that's something that you can do from your own home and in your local communities. So stay tuned for more information on that. And Put that on your calendar. If uh, you're able to make it to San Diego for that, we'd love to have you there. That's again, August 24th, 2024. So uh, additional resources that you could check out is our Advocacy uh, for Homeschool Families book. Uh, this has been developed over a number of years and I would encourage you to take a look at that. And uh, you can request that through our website uh, with, uh, with a donation. Um, as same with our A Light in a Dark Place. This is our advocacy book for teens, and I would encourage you to check that out if you're a younger person that's interested in getting involved. This book has some tips for how you can do just that. Uh, we also have a uh, advocate advocacy book coloring book for younger, even uh, young younger still people. Um, if your younger ones are interested in being involved, this is something we actually give out to our most young advocates at Capital Day to uh, help them be, to be engaged as well. Um, my f- particular favorite portion of this book is um, a maze that has um, young students helping Mr. Pierce get a bad bill into the legislative garbage can. So um, I particularly appreciate that. Then finally, uh, the last item I want to share with you is our issues guide. And again, all of these can be requested through our uh, donation page um, on our website. You can just make a donation of any amount and request one of these items be sent to you. So I would encourage you to do that if you're interested at all. This book has a series of articles on uh, the various uh, issues involved with uh, parental rights, families, and homeschooling, if you're interested in, in reading that. They are, come from newsletters that we have published over the years, um, over the last uh, 35 years. So I would encourage you to check those out. And again, thank you so much for your support, encouragement, and partnering with us in maintaining freedom for the family to exist and to thrive in California. Until next time, God bless you, and um, we will continue to strive for fighting for our freedoms here in Sacramento. Thanks so much. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Frontline with FPM. For more information about the topics we discuss here, check out Family Protection Ministries at fpmca.org and subscribe to our channel.